0: Hey guys, I'm excited about today's episode, but before we introduce today's special guest, I want to tell you about some of the folks that help make this podcast possible. This week's episode is brought to you by our friends over at the Moss Insurance Group. The Moss Insurance Group offers free insurance quotes for individuals and businesses. They've been serving the upstate of South Carolina since 1976. They have direct contracts with companies such as Travelers, Alder owners, Progressive, Nationwide, Hartford, and many more. So they're not locked into representing just one company. So whether it's auto, home, or business, you will get the most competitive rate available. We trust them with our insurance needs, and you should too. You can find them online at mossinsurancegroup.net. Again, that's mossinsurancegroup.net. This episode is also sponsored by our friends over at Guest and Brady, Attorneys at Law. For highly educated legal assistance with personal injury cases and real estate closings, Thousands of clients have entrusted the caring professionals at Guest & Brady. Their family-oriented team will make you feel at home as you work together to navigate life's transitions and decisions. Guest & Brady attorneys are extremely knowledgeable in the field of personal injury. From car and motorcycle accidents to brain injuries, slip and fall, tractor-trailer accidents, workman's comp, and so much more. You can also trust the experienced legal team at Guest & Brady to handle your real estate transactions and help make the closing process as smooth and efficient as possible. I can personally attest to this as my wife and I refinanced our home last year and closed with Guest & Brady. You can trust their dedicated staff in any of their four offices in Greenville, Spartanburg, Easley, and Travelers Rest. You can find out more about all the services they offer on their website, GuestBrady.com. Again, that's GuestBrady.com. Welcome to the I Say All That To Say This podcast, an outreach of Impact Sports International. We seek to use sports as a vehicle to take the gospel to the hard to reach, the lost, and the forgotten, whether that's just 10 minutes down the road or on the other side of the world. Here's your host, John Andrews. Hey guys, and welcome back to the I Say All That To Say This podcast and to our first bonus episode of 2022, the top five on the fifth. I'm your host, John Andrews. If this is your first time listening, we started this podcast last March. We decided we were going to release an episode the first and third Tuesdays of every month, but in my extreme wisdom and astounding foresight, the very first month had five Tuesdays in it, and I had no idea what to do. So we decided to release a bonus episode in the months with five Tuesdays. We call it the top five on the fifth. Now, everything that we do as a ministry is designed to use sports to create an opportunity to share the gospel. And while there is nothing more important to us than someone choosing to surrender their lives to Jesus, not everything that we do is quite that important. In fact, sometimes the things we do or talk about are just downright silly or weird. That's where the idea of the top five on the fifth came from. We are laser focused on taking the good news to the nations, but... There's nothing that says you can't have fun while you're doing it. So imagine we're sitting around at a coffee shop late one night in East Asia, or we are in a street cafe in the Middle East, and we're just sitting around randomly coming up with conversation starters. And once we settle in on one of those with good subject matter, we say to each other, okay, rank those. And that scene was the birth of the top five on the 5th. And as always, today I am joined by my trusty co-host, intern Larry. Say hello, Larry. Hello, Larry. No, say hello to our listeners, Larry. Hey, listeners. It's Larry. <laughs> uh,
1: Larry, did you come ready today? I did. I came ready, and I came ready to be
0: surprised with this nonsense of criteria that you always bring. Larry walked into the studio today with nothing in his hands, and I thought he either is so prepared he needs no notes or he is so unprepared, it's going to be awful. And then he he pulled his phone out of his pocket, and he's got a few notes made, so I I will give him that. (laughs) However, just so you guys know, kind of uh, peel the curtain back and just see uh, a little bit about the production of this. Uh, I always tell Intern Larry a few days before we record what our list is going to be, what the top five list is going to be. But just so that we can make sure that my list is always better than his, I give him a few criteria on the air that he did not have any prior knowledge about. And so today is no different. Today's top five on the 5th is very seasonal. We are releasing this this episode on the Tuesday between the regional finals and the final four of the NCAA Men's National Basketball Championship, also known as March Madness. So today's top five on the 5th are the top five March Madness Moments. Intern Larry, are you ready? I think so. Okay, well, now I'm gonna give you the criteria for your list, and we'll see if you're ready or not. Hit me with with it. Number one, you have to know the year it happened. What? I mean, you think about some of the episodes in the past. Um, Top five sports movies, we've done those, or Christmas movies back you know? And you were naming... A, a movie as the best ever, and you didn't even know any of the one the one liners in the movie. You didn't even know some of the characters. So
1: you don't need to put me on blast like that. Well, here's <laughs> the thing: <laughs> you'll have to do that
0: as we are preparing this top five list for the greatest March Madness moments of mm-hmm. all time. Mm-hmm. You have to know what the year it happened. All right, all right, okay? All right, all right, okay. And you guys can't see this, but Intern Larry is frantically <laughs> Googling <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> Uh, you also have to have been alive when it happened.
1: See, that's not fair. I I think that's, I don't ever say you got to take this one off, but I, I think you got to take those one off. Why? Because half like more than half of my list
0: is that. Actually, two of the five is that. Okay, but see, if you're talking about the greatest moments of all time being before you were born. Sure. It just seems like a bandwagon thing for me. Is it
1: a bandwagon or is it just going with the wisdom of those who went before me?
0: Well, I've never mm. known you to pay very close attention to my <laughs> wisdom, but uh I'll, I'll okay, we'll let you slide on that one. Thank Here, you, here's thank the deal. You. you need to know what year it happened. I got you. Okay. You it's okay if you weren't alive for it. Thank you, sir. Okay. But here's the here's the third criteria. Oh gosh. You had to know where you were when it happened. So, see that's
1: the thing. <laughs> that that's not like see
0: that's too much, man. Well, I can point back to all of, because th- th- I think that's what separates some moments from others, uh, uh, yeah. is is the fact that you know where you were when it happened. You know, like, this is way before you were born, but I, n- I know where I was when the space shuttle blew up. With all due respect, like, this, this like, March Madness is cool, but it's
1: not like a 9-11 type, I know where I was <clears> in 9-11, like. March Madness is March Madness, man, and there's so many iconic moments that you don't remember that. Like, it's not that important, you know what I'm saying?
0: Okay. How about this?
1: Take out, take out the bottom two.
0: You said are just two, that there's just ha- two. There are two that you had on your list that were before you were. Born. That were before me,
1: but like okay. there are two that have to be on there, and you're going to agree with
0: one of them because I know one of them's <laughs> on yours. Okay. I haven't even seen your list, so I know it's there. All right. Well, let's let's do this. Let's just agree ahead of time mm. that we wipe these criteria away. Let's do it. Okay? I, I w- yes, please. But at the same time, we agree that my list is better than yours before we even start.
1: See, that's we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that.
0: All right. I have not done this before, but I'm going to wipe all of the new criteria away. Let's go! And allow you to just pretend like you know better when you're just going to— Say what you saw on the internet, which is what most kids your age do anyway. False. So let's get it started. Let's do it. Intern Larry, give me number five.
1: Man, number five is
0: is not a moment, but it's is it's See, just, all right. See, that's not in your criteria. You didn't put well, well, this. We is, just we just wiped away all the criteria.
1: Okay, so there's no criteria. But
0: are you gonna say it was somebody's run in this N C W H Yeah, it
1: was somebody's run.
0: Okay. So you're talking three, four I, I know who's whose <laughs> run you're talking about. Who do you think I'm talking about? You gotta be talking about Steph. No. Okay. Ooh. You, oh, I didn't even think about you that. You should be ashamed of yourself. I didn't. You're well, a fanboy of Steph Curry, and you, he's not even on your list. Well,
1: I only because I knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna call like a flag for doing a run instead of a moment. But I feel like this. But you did it anyway. Yeah, but I, well, that's why I only put one run in here. Okay. And I feel like this run is better than Steph's run was.
0: Mm. All I, right. I, go I ahead. really do. Go ahead. This
1: run was loyal. to Chicago's run to the final four. Okay. As a number eleven seed. Okay. Which is crazy. Right, and so they plowed through like like five different teams, and well, it would have been four different teams, and then
0: they lost to the Michigan. It, that, so it was probably see who who did they beat on their way. They beat the Detroit Pistons, <laughs> and the Chicago Bulls, no. and do you know who they beat? Yeah, they beat a good
1: Miami team. They be, beat a top-seeded Tennessee team. Then they beat kind of a garbage Nevada team, and they beat a kind of garbage Kansas State team. But they got through the two big teams at the beginning. Okay. And they went kind of toe to toe with Ver, with
0: Michigan. All right, so here's here's the true test. All right, give it to me. I'm letting this slide. All right, because it's a run, it's not a moment. And you got to remember Sister Jean, man. <laughs> All right, that's All, what I was going to say. If you could remember Sister Jean, Sister name, Jean, man. Of I course. I was going to let let it slide. Thank so you. So you remember Sister Jean? She was the. Uh, of course, Loyola, uh, Chicago was a was a Catholic, Catholic school, yeah. And she was one of the nuns there at the school. And I think she was ninety eight at the yeah. time. You Wheelchair think she's ridden. still alive? I have not heard. R.I.P. If she isn't. Yeah.
1: Um, to a real I have not heard because Loyola Chicago would not have made that run if she was not alive. She's re- she's the reason they got there. Really? I I mean that's what everybody else says. So I yeah. just kind of go with culture's flow.
0: Well, see, here, Yeah, just go along with what everybody else says. That's <laughs> yeah, a safe that's way to y- live your to life. <laughs> here, Here's the thing. I don't think Jesus cares who wins the NCAA tournament. I totally agree. So how could Sister Jean have anything to do with them Facts. Winning? Agreed. Okay, all right. So, all right. My number five...
1: All right, hit me with it. Is
0: ...is also an upset. Okay. Sort of like what you were saying. Is it a run or just a, a game no, upset? No, it is a game. Okay, it's a game. It's all a game. right, so here's... Let me, let me also say this. Um most of my moments mm. were not only significant moments when they happened but they st- okay I'm with you but they also started something or led to something or proved something bigger here's what i mean in 2018 this had never happened before of course you have in each region you have 16 teams right and so the number 1 seed plays the number 16 Number two plays 15, and you whittle your way down to you have the eight and nine right. playing each other. And those are the supposed to be the cl- most closely matched teams. So because you did well during the regular season, you're the number one seed, so you have an easier road right. to the finals. And there had been, I think there's either eight, or there's been at least eight, maybe nine uh, in the last couple of years, I don't remember, um, 15 seeds beat a two. But a 16 had never beaten a one. And the University of Maryland, Baltimore, Baltimore County, County baby, really embarrassed the UVA Cavs. Mm. They were the number one overall seed. Mm-hmm. They were number one in the nation most of that season, and so it was a it was a foregone conclusion that they were going to run over UMBC.
1: And what year did you say that happened again? That was
0: 2018.
1: 2018. Did you yep. know that I was a sophomore in college watching that in business class? <laughs>
0: You're, you, yeah, because I know where you went to school, so it was, it was pretty common for you to watch ball games in class. <laughs> yeah, that's quality Go Tigers, of your education. Go Tigers, <clears throat> um, is that Auburn or um, anyway? That's Clemson. UNBC um, is the first and only 16 seed to beat a one, and it wasn't just even on a buzzer beater; they beat them by 18. Yeah, it I mean was they a they soundly beat them. Here's the thing I mean about it leading to a, a greater moment. One. It's proof. There was only one thing in the history of the tournament up to this point that had never happened. Everything else was on the table. Everything else was possible. Injuries. We saw some significant injuries at various and pretty big times. We've seen uh, unexpected runs. We've seen unknown players become heroes. Uh, Last-minute buzzer beaters, uh, on, you know, repeat champions, go on and on. Everything's on the table except a 16 beat a one And the thing I love about March Madness is that you never know what's going to happen. Okay? And so this is significant for me because the only thing that you could ever count on happening in March Madness was a a Mm 16-beat-and-a-1. And now the only thing left that had never happened before is off the table. And so proof that March Madness literally... Anything can happen, Facts. and that's what makes it so great. It to me, it makes it the greatest sporting event. If you can count an event being over the course of three weekends, uh, the greatest sporting event in uh, sports. Here's the other thing that I love about that, and I've always loved Tony Bennett, coach at UVA. Love him, man. I got his number. Uh, <laughs> you want to give it out on the air? No, you nah, probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, uh, <clears throat> but I've always loved Tony Bennett. He's humble. Uh, he's a believer. Strong faith. Um, but this is a, a testament to his coaching ability. Mm-hmm. They did something they had never done before. They they were the 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 they were the scapegoat. Mm-hmm. And there were people who were calling for his job. How dare you be a one seed and you lose to a 16, uh, 16 seed? It's never happened. Get out of here. We're going to fire everything else. Guess what happened the next year?
1: Turns around and does it, baby.
0: Virginia wins the National that Championship. That is
1: right. I forgot about that. So,
0: it was a moment that led to another moment that made uh march madness even greater that's my number 5 what's your number 4
1: number 4 was number 4 was just that umbc beating virginia it was the same one
0: okay i know you don't but do you have anything to add
1: uh i just listen you're right everybody was coming at tony bennett but i just like the dude like yeah. he 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 loves the lord and he speaks openly about it and i just love the way he plays i love the way he coaches uh, I love the way they play. I love the way he coaches. They uh defensively sound. Um, I just love the way they're built, man. I just love that team. Even though they lost, Like I just I love watching them. Yeah. And they're a great team, man. I really do. But, yeah, you took my four, so we got the same. Okay. Five and four.
0: All right. Uh, my number four mm. should not be on your list Okay. because it happened before you were born. Well. But since we threw that criteria out the, out the window, there's a chance. I, I hate you. if we have the same ones again. I don't like when we have the same ones. Valparaiso, nah, I don't have this. 1998. <laughs> yeah, I don't have this. Hey, let me here. Here's a quick quiz. Who won the national championship last year? Huh? Who won the national championship last year?
1: Uh, green
0: gold, Big Twelve, Baylor. That's right, Baylor. Baylor. Baylor that's right. Do you happen to know who their coach is? Mm-mm. Scott Drew. Okay. <laughs> so I know you don't know the answer to the next question. Do you know what his older brother's name is?
1: Uh.
0: Bryce. Do you know what his dad's name is? Nope. Homer. Homer was the coach at Valparaiso. Okay. Bryce was his leading scorer as a senior that year. 1998, they are actually down against Ole Miss. Ole Miss was heavily favored. I want to say it was a 13-4 matchup. Uh, Valpo's down two with two and a half seconds to go. They had the length of the floor to do it. Guy's taking the ball out on the baseline. Their most athletic post player is standing at the opposite top of the key. He runs towards half court. They throw it the length of the court to him. He jumps up over everybody and catches it. But at the same time, he catches it. Bryce Drew had been at half court, and as soon as the pass was made, started running towards their basket. He goes up in the air, catches it, tosses it right to his left. Bryce catches it. um, So it was a touch pass, intended touch pass. Catches it, makes a three. They beat Ole Miss, 13-4, upsets a four. But it was one of those – tremendous buzzer beaters that were uh you you just remember oh you know <laughs> when you were there uh all right so let's stop after four since we both had uh uh my five was your four let's let's step out of the countdown
1: go honorable mention
0: time and go honorable mention let's go again. what you got can
1: i give you both of mine i got two but they're they're from the same team in the same year of the same tournament
0: same game no, 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 no. Okay. Two different rounds. Okay. All so right.
1: so the first one, you got Northern Iowa and their buzzer beater against oh, yeah. Texas. Do you remember that that shot?
0: I do. I remember where I was. Remember, I, that was one of my criteria? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was at a bowling alley. Okay. At a youth event.
1: Was it underpin downtown Spartanburg? Shout it, out?
0: It was not, no. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> but I was, <laughs> I was at a bowling alley. Everybody started screaming. So I didn't actually see it live. I saw the replay immediately after.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. Texas came down, hit that, uh, hit like a layup, like mm-hmm. a little bit of a floater, two seconds left. Uh, dude shoots half-court buzz-beater, big shot, massive. And then the next round, mm-hmm. they're playing against Texas A&M. They're up by 12 with 35 seconds to go. Alex Caruso is playing for this Texas A&M team, and they scored 13 points in 35 seconds to beat them. It's crazy. Flirting with Reggie Miller's what was that six point eight points in in how many seconds did he do it? Uh,
0: it was it was a short time span. Yes, I don't remember the exact number. I do remember where I was when that happened though. That's good. Um, but so old, yeah. Um, so young and inexperienced. <laughs> All right, so my so you just had two. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have three actually. i right, for my honorable mention. Me. First is R.J. Hunter. R.J. <clears throat> Hunter Ooh, is a yeah. uh, point guard for georgia state um they um his dad ron hunter Mm -hmm. was the coach so and i've had the opportunity to coach my son a couple times in various sports and i can imagine coaching my son
1: wait a minute so you like would you rather be a coach with your son like a coach to your son or would you rather be in the stands when he plays
0: uh coach eight days eight days eight days out of the week I mean, but there's,
1: I, but there's seven in the week.
0: I know that's that's how emphatic I am about gotcha, this choice gotcha, because you. you hang out in the stands. There's turns out there's other people up there called fans, mm-hmm. and the fans don't really know what they're talking about. But they think they do. They absolutely do, but they don't. And and many times they think they know
1: better than the coach, which is interesting.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And that's that. It's in, interesting because they're in the stands and the coach <laughs> is on the floor being paid to do what he does. There you go. Yeah. Uh, no, I would rather I would rather be. Uh, on the sideline for sure. I was just curious. And um, have coached my son, but I can just imagine coaching sure. at that level. So Coach Ron Hunter's on the sideline. Uh, he had torn his Achilles a couple of weeks prior to this, so he was in a walking boot. Okay. And he also um, he also had a little rolling stool that he sat on on the sideline. And uh, so R.J. Hunter comes down. It's against Baylor. Uh, they're they're uh, down two. He comes down, and he hits a last-second three. Which was incredible, and it was deep, too. It was 10 feet off the uh, three-point line, top of the key. Mm-hmm. But the angle at which you see him take the shot, you can see his dad on the sideline in the background, and his dad pumps his fist and forgets that he's torn his Achilles, yeah. and he falls right off, of his, <laughs> right off of his stool and just laying there on the floor. So that was – and I can imagine being so excited that you just kind of toss everything else aside because your son's just – hit uh, game winner in the, right. in the biggest of stages. So that's that's one of my honorable mentions. Here's one I thought would be on yours, okay. uh, and I'm really disappointed because you're such a fanboy. Steph Curry's 28, uh, Man, 2008. out to the greatest to ever do it. You're exactly right. <laughs> 2008 tourney run. Uh, Steph was, um, of course, Davidson, and mm. back then uh, Davidson was in the SoCon, and there's been only one other game I've seen more people in the Wofford Arena than when Steph Curry was was playing. Um, But in this run, uh, he had 40 points against Gonzaga and beat Gonzaga, Uh, 30 against Georgetown, beat them, and they were down 17 in the second half and came back to win. Uh, He had 33 against Wisconsin. Uh, and then they ended up losing in the Elite Eight to Kansas, who was the number one overall seed, who ended up winning the national championship that year. But in that run, he averaged thirty-four point three points, three point seven assists, and four steals. Can
1: we recognize something real quick, if you don't mind telling me, how many minutes are in a college basketball game?
0: Forty.
1: Forty, right? And so, if he scored forty points, I mean, a point a minute. Yep. That's that's impressive.
0: Except he didn't score a point a minute.
1: It, because right, he played less than forty minutes.
0: Oh no, he didn't come off the floor. Huh? He didn't come off the floor.
1: But but he didn't play the full game, full forty minutes. Sure he did. No, he didn't.
0: Yeah, Bob McKill's a pretty good coach, and the best thing he can do is leave that boy on the. On
1: yeah, the but floor. like he didn't play the full the full game though. That's the thing. He, yeah. I mean, he he wasn't off the floor a lot, but he didn't play all forty minutes. So I'm just he, saying, bro was hooping. Yeah, bro was hooping. It was impressive. Yeah. And I, I'd, I'd be lying if I said that I hadn't gone back and re rewatched those games on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He's just, well,
0: it was impressive. That's why I made my honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, my last one was the 1983 National Championship, which you would not have qualified for if we'd stuck with our criteria. Houston's Faislamma-Jamma, Hakim Olajuwon, Clyde Drexler, uh, and then uh, tremendous underdogs the NC State Wolfpack. Mm. Jimmy V was the young coach. Uh, you've seen this. You probably don't know it's this uh, moment, but um, Derek Wittenberg heaves up a shot from somewhere between the top of the key and, and the half-court line, uh, shoots it short, Lorenzo Charles catches it in the air and dunks it basically at the buzzer, uh, which is incredible moment, all that kind of stuff. But the best part about that is that Jimmy V was the young coach. He Nobody expected them to win, and so when the game was over – they have him on camera just running around the court looking for somebody to hug. I've seen those videos. Yeah. I've seen that video. And everybody's, you know, piled up and he's, and he's just running around just frantically looking. I need to hug somebody. But uh, that was a, that was a, a famous moment in March Madness history. So that's why it was on my honorable mention. Back to the list. Give uh, us your number three.
1: Yeah. So here's my number three. So I know. So I, a lot of people with this guy, and when I say this, you're going to, you're going to know who I'm talking about. A lot of people with this guy, they either love, love him or hate him. And there's a listener that I'm thinking about whose whose name I can't say who I know hates him, <laughs> but my number three comes in at Christian Leitner's shot. Mm. Mm. Uh, I I think it just has to be in the top five. I, I'm not a I'm not like a, a a fan of UNC, so I don't hate Duke. I don't like Duke. It just is what it is. My favorite color is blue, and so I love their color. Uh, but you I, love Duke blue? Yeah, Duke blue. Okay. I just love I just love that color. That's my favorite color, royal blue. But um. But man, I just think that Christian Leitner shot nineteen.
0: Way back 90, in the nineteen hundreds. I think
1: was it nineteen was it nineteen ninety two? I think it was ninety two.
0: It was ninety two, yes. It wasn't <clears throat> okay, look
1: at me know my years. I th- I think I thought it was ninety two. But uh but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go with Christian Leitner at that at that third one. Okay. That half court well is a kind of a three quarter court heave to the free throw line, little shimmy pull around, fader kind of. Hit you one, everybody goes crazy. I just, I like those moments. So. Do, you,
0: do you happen to know who they were playing against?
1: Mm, no idea.
0: See, that's messed up.
1: I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Kentucky.
0: Hmm. Okay. Was it right? I don't know. All right, here we go. My number three. Was it Kentucky? The, the right number three. You said you love Royal Blues, so let's just call it Kentucky.
1: Okay. Wait,
0: no, no, I think it was Kentucky. It was Kentucky.
1: Great. Okay, look at me. Don't, don't come at me.
0: I know my stuff. <laughs> You're absolutely certain, yeah. You you know it. Uh, Number three for me uh, was not just a moment because uh, of the moment it happened. It was a game winner, but it wasn't at the buzzer. It it was one of those shots where you weren't sure, but it ended up being the game winner. But it was the moment that started what was to come.
1: Mm. I think I know where you're going with this This is
0: 1982. Never mind. I wasn't
1: (laughs) alive. I don't know what you're going You were not
0: alive, No. 1982, another shade of blue, a little bit lighter. University of North Carolina Tar Heels, mm. guy most people know as Michael Jordan back greatest then, greatest of all time. Back then he was Mike Jordan. Uh, he hit a shot with 15 seconds to go to beat Georgetown. It ended up being the game winner. It was not, you know, it wasn't at the buzzer, and everybody went crazy, but. The kid Mike Jordan points back to that moment and says, I realized then that I could be great. That's iconic. And so that was the beginning of the goat's journey. That just gave me chills. Yeah, I know. I know. Just gave me chills. I know. And maybe to our North Carolina fans it would do the same. <laughs> and they may even be surprised that I had it.
1: They might be getting chills right now. But, I, yeah. to it. <laughs> but
0: I'm I'm not the kind of guy that hates North Carolina uh-huh. just because I'm a Duke fan. Mm-hmm. I love when basketball is played well, facts. You play together. You play for the right reason. You play with class. Mm. Um, so that is my number three. Yeah, number two for you is what? Villanova versus UNC. Mm.
1: Man, that was, and it wasn't that last shot, but it was the the back and forth last two shots. You have Marcus Marcus Page you get that ball and do almost like a double clutch three, mm-hmm. and and tie it mm-hmm. after Villanova had just scored a three on the other end, and then. Ryan, Archipelago. That's not his last name, but it's some long
0: it's some <laughs> long word. That is a chain of islands. There, intern Larry. Yeah, my fault. Archipelago my fault. is is a geographical term. You know me and my big words. Yeah. That's my bad. But uh, but
1: yeah, he 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 dribbles down and then hands off to Chris Jenkins, who hits. And I don't know where I was when I was watching that game, but I was I was watching it live. It was the craziest thing that I've ever seen, in my lifetime. Hmm. It doesn't like of all the things on my list, it doesn't
0: top number one. <laughs> uh, if it was the craziest thing you've ever seen, but and remember the f- top five list of March Madness moments, how is it not number one? Because I, I didn't see the first one. The first one, I was oh yeah, I wasn't okay. alive. so or, number one is not even supposed to be on your list. Okay, correct, oh, yeah, uh, correct.
1: I, but once I tell you, it's going to okay. cause uh, like chaos
0: or whatever. But yes, okay. I'm going with I'm going with Villanova UNC. Okay. Uh, I wasn't sure that you were going to choose that. Mm-hmm. And because I have some close friends who contemplated um <laughs> some of the worst things that they could do to themselves uh when this happened, <laughs> I had to bring it back up just so I could, you know, stick the knife in a little bit deeper. Probably the same person I was talking maybe about, maybe doesn't so, like yeah. Christian Later. But uh and and here's another thing that makes it interesting. You said I don't remember where I was, but I was watching it live. Mm-hmm. I do remember where I was. Cool. I was uh, about 12 time zones away. It was the next morning. You'd think I would know because I was in the future. Right. You'd think I would know what had already <laughs> happened. Yeah. But it was all new to me, too. So, uh, yeah, I won't uh, go back through that. I would love to drag some people Don't back. Don't make it that. revisit yeah, that. Yeah, no, no. That's like um, pouring salt in the wound. I won't do that. Give me number one. Wait, in what about there. your number two? That was number two, Marcus oh. Page and oh, Chris Jenkins. Yeah. And it was not it was it really wasn't because North Carolina lost, yeah. because North Carolina was my number three and they won. Yeah. It was the fact that you thought they had won. Right. And it was the national championship games. it was the, it was the single biggest stage. Yeah. Um and Marcus Page hit that unexpected off balance three mm. and you think, Oh my gosh, they won and then they Villanova come comes down and went know i did go back i was just watching some videos in preparation for this and i heard one of the announcers say because they were going back to the table to make sure that it counted Mm -hmm. right and as soon as he made it everybody started going nuts all the streamers and everything else and the confetti and all that um the announcer says now they're at the table making sure this counts but i sure hope it counts because they're going to be in trouble if it doesn't and they have to play (laughs) keep playing because the floor is covered with confetti but uh, that was my number two Sweet. as well. So give me your number one. So yeah, number one, hands down. It, it's it's a
1: like it's it's a game, but it can also be a run, and it's Texas Western.
0: Shout out Glory Road. This was in one of your other top fives.
1: It was, and it deserves to be in every top five it can possibly be in.
0: Okay, you Te- didn't include it in the top five Christmas movies. Huh? It was not a Christmas movie. <laughs> I'm sure they celebrated Christmas at some point. I said I said it's, okay. it can
1: be in every top five it can possibly be in. Possibly be in. Yeah, All right, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Texas Western beats Kentucky. Glory Road, if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's the best basketball movie there has ever been. But what they did was they made a run, Hoosiers. and the coach, Hoosiers. who used— Don't even get me started on Hoosiers. <laughs> do not get me started on that the coach of Texas Western started out as a varsity girls basketball coach gets recruited to come and coach at Texas Western goes on a run this is in the time of like segregation and, Right. and whenever, whenever that was at its highest peak and, and and there was just a lot of there was a lot of opposition all throughout America and anyways bro comes in to that national championship game starts all african american players mm-hmm. t- because the coach of Kentucky had been talking that talk in the uh, whenever they were having their pregame interviews or whatnot.
0: Do you know who that coach was for N- Kentucky? No, nah, who was it? They named the arena after him. What, who was it? Adolph Rupp.
1: Rupp ah, I knew, I knew I knew, it was a name I had heard of before. <laughs> 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 uh, but, yeah, man, Texas Western and the fact they beat them,
0: it was just, man, I just love it. It gives me chills every time I watch that movie. Do you happen to know? If you did not know Kentucky, you probably don't know this, but do you know who Texas Western's coach was? I know it, w- it was. Uh, it happened in 1966. If you were wondering about those years, <laughs> I wasn't. But okay, okay. Uh, Don Haskins was. Yeah, was the that's guy's right. Name. That's right. I yeah. remember that. Since this is your favorite movie of all time, too, I figured you might know that number one for me and the number one for everybody. Really, now that was significant in in our society. Absolutely. Yes. I will give you that. Yes. It wasn't the single biggest moment in NCAA history. Mm.
1: Nineteen ninety two. Oh my gosh. It already on mine. I knew you were gonna be I there. was in
0: my dorm room. I was talking to my girlfriend on the phone in her dorm room on the other side of campus. It's springtime. It's no, it wasn't my wife. It wasn't <laughs> your it wasn't your <laughs> wife now. He just mouthed the words if it was my wife. No, it wasn't my wife. <laughs> uh it was it was it was before her uh <clears throat> but the uh, shout out mrs andrews yes thank you um <laughs> the windows were open early spring beautiful weather uh i lived in a dorm that opened to the outside sort of like a motel mm. and there so. was a walkway all around all the way around the outside <clears throat> watching the game i'm on the phone with her in her dorm and when it happened You heard everybody from outside my windows, everybody yelling and screaming in my dorm through the phone. I heard everybody in her dorm yelling and screaming. Now, we will not talk about what they were yelling and screaming. Some of them were saying, yes, and some of them were less than emphatic about the fact that Christian Leitner hit the last second shot versus Kentucky in the 1992 regional finals. Uh, It was a crazy back and forth the last few times, of course. And also, uh, you know, the ultimate victory of the villain, right? Because he stepped on Aminu Timberlake earlier in the in that game, and my goodness, if they had, uh, he would have probably been put in jail if he had done that t- this year, right? Um, but he uh, actually stepped on Aminu Timberlake, who was on the ground at the time earlier in the game. They never even caught it. They didn't go back to the replay. They didn't suspend him anything else. And so they're down. They're down one. With 2.1 seconds to go, Grant Hill is the one who threw the long pass from mm. the opposite baseline. Okay. Um, I don't want to repeat what you just said, but he caught the ball, shimmied, to use your words. Uh, I would not have used those words, but shimmied to his right and then back to his over his left shoulder, shot a 16-foot uh, jump shot, r- drained it, everybody goes nuts. It's Duke goes – but everybody thinks because that was such an iconic moment, everybody thinks that it happened in the Final Four. That was actually in the Elite Eight. Hmm. So even though you had that moment, and this was the second year, so uh, Duke had won the national championship for the first time in 1991, which probably should have been an honorable mention when they beat UNLV uh, for the national championship. But then they had to go and win three more games to actually win the national championship. Two more games. Did they win in 9 2? They did. And they were the only, the first ones to repeat Repeat, in over 20 years. Wow. In fact, John Wooden's UCLA teams were the last ones to repeat uh, up until that point. Goat. And so, a lot of things around there. Uh, So, you know, for all of my North Carolina friends out there, just as a recap number two on my top 10 list was them losing the national championship on the last second (laughs) shot and my number one was duke winning uh their second national championship shot uh national championship after Leitner hits the most iconic probably the most iconic shot i think of of ncaa uh, time now here's the thing that shot i told you everybody responded in different ways and i could hear it happen across campus Uh, But still to this day, I've never known a shot. Honestly, I've never even known a college basketball player who was so polarizing for so long because he is a folk hero Mm -hmm. in Duke history. But honestly, you can go to any number of websites today and you can buy a shirt that is a U.K. shirt, and it says, I still hate Christian Leitner. (laughs) And and here we are uh, 30 years later, and I still hate Christian Leitner. You can buy those shirts. Uh, So that's why for me, not only being a Duke fan, but knowing where I was, the moment I was uh, sitting in my my, uh, bed in my dorm room, and I just leapt up off the bed and started jumping, and I'm hearing everybody yelling and screaming, um, just made it a great time. Mm. So, I say all that to say this. March Madness is one of my favorite times of year because of all the basketball, obviously, but the emotion, the unexpectedness of everything, and the underdog coming through. Now, I don't want to go too deep here, intern Larry, because mm. we, we know that, that, that you get lost sometimes, but <laughs> that also describes our journeys with Jesus, Facts. minus the basketball. But God gave us our emotions, and that he, he longs to have a relationship with us, and therefore that, that emotion, that, that tie, that longing for relationship in us is for us to have a relationship with him. So he gave us our emotions. Following him is always an unexpected adventure, as is March Madness each and every year. And then, of course, he will always come through for us in the end. If you happen to listen to this episode and it was your first one you listened to, you may not have any idea— <laughs> who or what impact sports is. I challenge you to go back to episode one so you can learn a little bit more about us, what we do, but most importantly, why we do it. Intern Larry, it's been fun.
1: It has been a blast.
0: Thank you for being such a good sport. Uh, I know that you are uh, always under the gun here, uh, (laughs) and that's on purpose, but you're a great sport. I appreciate your time. Appreciate you. Guys, we uh, thank you for listening. You can uh, like and subscribe this podcast. Share it with anyone that you uh, may think might be interested. You can follow us on social media uh, at Impact Sports International on Facebook and Impact Sports INT on Instagram. We look forward to seeing you next time on the next episode of I Sale That to Say This.